Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Expansion Pack podcast, where we download this week's gaming news and we bring it straight to you. I'm your host, Denzel, aka Black Ice, joined each and every week with my amazing co-host here. We got Manny, aka the Goopmaster Flex. You're no stay gooping. Stay gooping as always. And then of course we've got my boy Chris, aka May 25th. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. You know, everything's everything. Also, just want to throw this out there, Manny. I don't know if this is an omen or not, but I did see somebody in Destiny and his gamertag was called Goopin' Season. I don't know how you feel about that, but he's out here just, you know, running around with your name, doing what he's doing. So I don't know if that means you feel like picking up sticks and trying to get into some shit, but, you know. I know. mean, he's just staying Goopin', bro. Staying you know, goopin'. it's a lifestyle. <laughs> not just a season, it's a lifestyle. You got to get his act together, man. Maybe change your lifestyle every questions. season, you know? I have so many questions, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, all right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're here to talk about some games like we always do. Right. We always talk about the games because that's what it's all about here at the Expansion Pack Podcast. Uh, so, boys, what have you been playing this week? Chris, I'm going to start off with you. Um, I've been back in trials. Oh, my God, I got another clip, bro. I got another clip, bro. <laughs> Yeah, hey yo, bro. I'm telling you, man, this man's came out of nowhere. I'll be clipping with this sniper, bro. Taking heads off. Everybody out here sleepy hollow on this bitch. I ain't playing with y'all. <laughs> Shit. Don't, don't. Hey yo, listen. But anyways, uh Destiny and um I've been on my 2K stuff a little bit here and there. After I got over not being able to put my face on my guy, and I think I got him halfway to look like me. Not all the way, but the best I could do without having the face scan. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's a grind. It's a grind, but I'm having a good time. You know what I'm saying? My team didn't win the state championship. Now, you know, brother in the G League. You know what I'm saying? In G League. Yo, what happened to Shammy Wells, yo? He ain't in the game no more? I think he's in the city. Because I see an ATM, but I didn't see Shammy. Yeah, I was like, yo. I think, they, I think they're all sprinkled game. around the city. You'll, you'll find yeah. him. Okay. Yeah. All right, where? Yeah. All right, word, word, Chris. All right, uh, Manny, what have you been playing? I'm assuming uh, this could be similar. <laughs> same thing, 2K, painfully, you know. The game, you know, I like it sometimes, and sometimes I don't. I just don't understand the building system, the way people play in the park, and I'm just probably trash. But other than that, you know, I'm enjoying 2K, sadly, and I actually played a little bit of the, you know, Halo beta. I was just about to ask if you guys played the, yeah. Uh, pause. Hold on one second. All right, Manny. What about you? Yeah, man. I was playing uh, 2K, of course. Sadly, painfully, that game is you know killing me. Ran out slowly, but enjoying it partially. Uh, close to winning the NBA Finals. I'm in the second round of the playoffs right now. Just swept the Kings. Um, you know, it sucks that when you put so much hours in the build, and you realize your build is trash, and it's like, damn, man, what's the point of life? But, um, what's beside, uh, I'm on the Lakers right now because I got traded. Okay. But, you know, ring chasing, you know what I'm saying? Ring chasing when you're young and then get the bag, you're good. But, um, people ring chase when you're young. You just got trapped. <laughs> I'm a dream, man. Man, screw the Pistons. They're a worse franchise. They're a terrible franchise. But, uh, not only that, but also playing the, a little bit of the Halo Infinite beta. You know, the game was fun while it lasted. Uh, didn't get to play too much or dive deep, but can't wait for next week's beta where they have 
unlocked uh, Big Team Battle. Yes, sir. I to try as well as, you know, just play a little bit. I just didn't really like the that most of the time it was capture the flag on Bazaar or whatever it's called. Like, I feel like so that was flag... sorry, not, not to cut you off, but that was the time you were playing, though, because when it first came out on Monday, there was like no capture the flag. And then randomly they unlocked it on Saturday. Were you playing but on Friday? I didn't play Friday, but I played Saturday. And yesterday too, we had a couple of matches of Slate. I wasn't captured. Yeah, play. no, absolutely. But they, but like Friday, it wasn't there because I played a ton of matches on Friday and it wasn't there. It seems like yeah. they had unlocked it on Saturday and kept it open from there. But yeah, I, I wasn't really enjoying the uh, the capture the flag mode as much. Um, I, I was I loved Slayer like that was absolutely like a fun and fantastic part of the beta, especially because when I played the beta the first time around, remember. None of you guys were in it, so like being able to play with you, Manny, and uh, and Felix, Chris. I know you didn't get in on the beta action this time around, but um, yeah, like having be able to play with other people and also be playing against other people because the initial beta was really just bots. Like, yeah, changed the game and uh, also reminded me how bad I am at Halo. Well, how bad <laughs> I've become at this Halo, I should say. I'm usually pretty good at Halo, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah. Um, really, I was really enjoying myself in that beta myself. I was also playing, like, echoing a lot of the things that you guys said about what you've been playing this week. been playing 2K. Um, I guess I'm not having as much trouble as you guys are <laughs> with, like, the different portions of the game. The only issue I'm having with the game is that the the quest step to, like, become a starter is glitched out. So, like, I can't do anything else. Like, they were like, oh, you have to do this, 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 and this. And I did those things already. Oh, wow. And the quest is just like, yeah, like do whatever they tell you to do so you can become a starter. And I'm like 40 games in, like trying to get traded, trying to figure out this, trying to figure it out. And the game's bugged. And I I looked it up on Reddit and apparently it's a known issue that other people are having. So there's that. But I do like this this 2K for sure. I know we talked about it a couple weeks ago and I really like my build. Like more and more as I'm getting more badges and stuff like that, I'm really starting to like my build. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, other than that, was playing... Siege, like we've been playing a lot of recently, and then of course uh, a little, little bit of Destiny. Like I dove into Trials, um, I think yesterday, and uh, it's a lot easier than it used to be for sure. But nice. yeah, but but moving along though, um, you know we're gonna get into the the icebreaker for the week. So Chris, I'm gonna let you do your thing, my guy. All right. So people, this week's icebreaker, we just gonna get straight to the point this time. If y'all could go back in time and completely just take one game out of existence, what would it be? That's a heavy question. It is a heavy question. It's supposed to be a heavy question. Usually we love games, but, you know, Chris's time felt violent, you know? Yeah, he chose violent for that, ladies I will go first if y'all need me to go first. Yeah, go ahead. Um, We'd like to see what got you, you know, fired up about this it didn't even get me fired up it's more just a game i just don't think needs to exist i I, i'm not really emotional about it it's not a game that's pissed me off or anything but my answer to this week's question is serious sam i I don't (laughs) understand why this is a thing all these years later they are still making serious sam games I remember my very, very, very first time playing this game. My brother had got this shit, I think, from, like, Hollywood Video back when they were still doing their thing, right? And uh, <laughs> he brings it home, and he pops it in. And I'm watching him play, and I'm like, fam, is there, like, a dude running at you with no head but screaming mad loud? How is... What What are you playing? <laughs> what is this? 
And he's like, oh, yeah, bro, this is serious Sam. This shit's crazy. And the more I'm watching, I'm like, this is the most nonsensical, random, dumb game I have ever seen in my life. No way this gets a sequel. Like, maybe a year later, my brother comes back. Yo, I got Hollywood video. And he got a part two. And I was like, dog. <laughs> Yo, they made a part two? That means that they sold this game well enough. And they were able to convince their people, like, hey, yo, you should do part two of the series. Saying they want to know how the story ends in this shit. And they did it. And I'm thinking that's got to be it. And lo and behold, all these years later, I found out they made a part three. And I don't know if there's fans for a four. But I'll tell you what, Serious Sam made it further than a lot of our other games on the list, man, because I I can think of a couple games that should have gotten at least one sequel and it has not, but Serious Sam has gotten at least two. Yeah. Doesn't need to be They've they got a couple games. Maybe there is more. I thought there was like six. <laughs> yeah, they got a couple but like, games. These are games that were, if they were gone out of the gaming universe, nobody would be hurt. Nothing changes. No genres take a hit nowhere. It's a nonsensical game that exists for... I don't know who it exists for. I don't, I don't even know. I don't know what target audience they were going after. I can't tell you nothing about what they were trying to do with this game. All I know is that apparently somewhere, somehow, it hit. Get rid of it. Okay. Get rid of it. We don't need it, bro. Sam was being serious, bro, and everybody liked the serious Sam. You got, what can you do? Why so serious? All right, well, shit. Um, <clears throat> was not expecting that one. Uh, yeah, serious Sam. He's coming at serious Sam tonight. All right, Manny, what is your answer? I know Denzel specifically going to question my motives, but I'm gonna have to go with Madden. They ruined the football franchise. I love oh. football, but I cannot go to Madden to play football anymore. That game is hot dog that. water. All they want is your money. So I am mad at the franchise. I don't want to play Madden no more because the game's the same thing every year. The same buggy, hot dookie game charging you 70 bucks now. I, I, I can't play. I don't know how people buy it every year. I don't know how it's the most selling sports franchise of all time. And, like, I remember, I think, this summer or August was, like, the highest selling month they had in, like, years, I guess, supposedly. Or they just keep on breaking their own record. And I'm just like, bro, why do people still play this and support this? This game is trash. I don't know, like, it's me personally, Madden hasn't been good in a while, in my opinion. I just think Madden has been interesting. So, personally, I, I'm i just going to have to say Madden, because, like, even though Madden had the original football games back then, that, like, changed football games now, like... That's yeah. what I was going to say. I wanted to challenge that, because I'm like, yeah. you're making it seem like you like the older ones, so you want all of Madden to be gone. If You know, if we're going to talk about a specific Madden, I feel like after Madden 13, it was bad. But you're after saying Madden as a franchise would be gone. Right, yeah, that's what I'm I'll saying. I'll be fine with that. If 2K took over, you see what 2K... But it wouldn't... Done. But the thing is, it wouldn't exist. <laughs> it wouldn't exist without Madden. There will be a football game franchise eventually. Tech, Tecmo Bowl. Tecmo Bowl oh, was what was there man. before him. Madden <laughs> pushed, pushed everything forward. So we wouldn't have... All right, but 2K25 or whatever, 2K5 oh, or whatever is the right. one that people really I'm love. I'm sure we would have had like ESPN, NFL 2K like they had back then, which was 100 times better than what we got with Madden right now. Even like all pro football 2K was like looking back at it with a bunch of videos and everything like that and them like showing like how the physics was for a game back in 2007, 2008, whatever, compared to a game in 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, and 2021. It's just like, 
Mind Yo, you, this man loves himself some 2K also. Just, just want to It's not throw that out like there. 2K a better job like so madden you know like, i'm talking about nba though mind you you love nba 2k and a lot of the things that you just said about madden <laughs> fall very much into 2k if madden if 2k had the football rights to make a football simulation game i'm sure they would have done their own like little my career and the city type of thing you have background football be a thing and then you have the rec or the pro him where it's like actual professional football i'm sure they would have killed it but like, but everything else you said about the game, everything else you said about the game, like, oh, they're out for money, they're out for the like that's literally how this 2K was built. This NBA 2K 22. Literally everything about the game is designed for you to spend money. They're like, oh, hey, you wanna um you wanna like build a fashion career, right? Okay, you gotta go get this outfit, you gotta go get this outfit, you gotta go get this outfit, and what does that cost you? VC. What does VC cost you? Right. Money, but that's why you play games. You get the money that way too. And then, oh boy, been playing years. I'm not saying. All right, <laughs> let me put it like this: We see 2K, and we, you know, we talk about and praising it about how they done a good job this year with the quest line and everything like that of what they brought out for the city as well as the current gen the thing. Because I heard a lot of good thing about current gen as well and the cruise ship. But you know, when you go to Madden, what do Madden got? All they have is ultimate team. That's their mode. Yeah, I mentioned a yard, which is broken, at least the last time I played it in Madden. And <laughs> not even fun because it's like the yard is just like this. Uh, it's just cheesy and whack. But as far but, as far as the comment you made about like them looking for money, the only thing that they could try to get money out of you from is ultimate team. Ultimate team. And ultimate yeah. team is designed literally the same way my team is. You don't have to I buy a like, single thing. You can just play challenges. Yeah, all right. So, yeah, you could argue that 2K has the same thing with my team as well as my career. You buy VC for whatever. I understand that. But when you look at Madden, Madden has the same game, the same animations and all that kind of stuff. At least 2K made a change in their gameplay and stuff like that to make the game at least feel different and better than it was before. So you you can argue with that all you want, but 2K in the end was a better game because they actually care about what people said this year and made a big change, and now everybody's loving the game because of how much fun it is. Whereas Madden's side, everybody's, you know, shitting on the game. You can see, like, posters on Instagram or whatever of all the glitches and all the fun stuff that they have, and it's like, you know, what's the point of buying the same game every year if it's just gonna be the same hot trash? Dog, I just, I, I just find it. I mean, hey, you're you're definitely entitled to your opinion here. I love both games, but literally everything you just said about the game is exactly what's going on with 2K. Like, if you go to the 2K subreddit, like I think the first week everybody was like, "Yeah, gameplay is great. Gameplay is great." Da, 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 da. Now it's just a, a cacophony of people just shit talking the game, posting glitches, saying this doesn't work, saying that doesn't work. People harassing Ronnie 2K, this, that, the third. Like, why do I buy 2K? Oh, it's all like literally everything you just said. It, like Bro. these two communities are yeah. the exact same. Madden and 2K, the same communities, always talking shit about the game, and wow. the games themselves are very similar. I <laughs> I would agree with you that 2K does more. Like, there's more that you can do in the game. Like, I I if I was to pick the two games, I would obviously pick 2K because it's a I think overall a better game. But when you talk about like monetization strategies and all that other stuff. Literally everything about 2K is designed for you to spend money more so than Madden. Madden is only mutt. 
2K, you got you got my career and you got my team. It's literally all about money in that game. But it's for your benefit. And plus, money, don't <laughs> yo, he's in the sunken place, ladies and gentlemen. They got him. <laughs> they got him. All right, my team, my team has its own different currency. So you grind on that. <laughs> First of all, I, all right, my, like I like I said though, 2K does a better job. The matter because their game is at least different. I mean, they listened to the fans and done, you know, a fan service this year where changed gameplay and made the game better. Whereas Madden is just like the same hot garbage, bro. You cannot tell me when you play Madden, you're like, man, I seen the same animation for the last seven I'm, years. I'm definitely not disagreeing with you there. Like their animate, like animation stuff that needs to be fixed. I am totally not disagreeing game, with you there. Gameplay hasn't changed. I feel like for the last seven years, except for adding cheesy catch animations ever since Odell's one-handed catch and stuff like that. And then it's like, all they really rely on is Ultimate Team. I mean, they're adding a little bit of pieces here and there for franchise, but like fr- Ultimate Team's the only thing. They're not innovative, and like their franchise mode is hot dookie. And I miss <laughs> franchise football. mode is, is completely different this year. You can't see see now now we're like you get into a whole different topic because oh. you you haven't even played this year to say that because Bro, it's different. All right, maybe what? What did they add? Assistant coaches and everything like they, that? They oh, actually they added a lot. They added a lot. Let's come on now. Let's be fair. Let's be fair. They've added a lot. You got to see what they've added like, before you really start saying that. Hey, man, I'm just saying I like both games. I think both games deserve a lot of criticism. But to sit here and say you don't want Madden at all while still loving 2K seems a little hypocritical to me. All I got to say is if 2K... All right, but, but look at this, yo. 2K is the only basketball game. They didn't have to make gameplay changes or anything like that. They could have released the same hot trash like they did last year to this year, and they would have been fine because there's no competition. But you I mean, know, Madden Madden is literally the only the only football game, and they didn't have to there's make no changes bas- to franchise. All right, but there was barely any change. I watched YouTube videos about changes to franchise. There is. I don't care about your YouTube videos. You watch, play the game, then talk to me. Bro, what that home field advantage? Oh my god, he got home field advantage now. Bro, you could make you can make all the same you can make all these jokes and like somebody could turn on and make all the same commentary about 2K. That's the that's my only complaint about this. Because again, I like both games, but the fact that you see problem with one game and not the other, like that's just weird to me, bro. Like they're they're literally in the same boat. Literally in the same boat. All I gotta say is is Madden is trash. All right, <laughs> whatever, man. We'll, we'll agree to disagree here, man. Yo, but like the fact that you want that whole franchise gone is just a world. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, whoa. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot of your childhood there. Like, man, my childhood was Grand Theft Auto, Mortal Kombat, and WWE games. Yo. Damn. Anyways, let me let's let's get into this. Here. I'm a I'm a. <laughs> I'm gonna say mine because mine is probably just as controversial, and I don't know. I don't know if it's talking about this generation's childhood. Game. Yeah, I don't know if it's gonna be as controversial amongst you guys, but viewers, I'm sure some of y'all are gonna be a little mad. But uh, but yeah, my game, the game I would probably say that y'all could just get rid of. It's Call of Duty. I'm gonna just say it right now. He really went there. Just just get rid of it. Get rid of it. I don't think gaming would have been Fortnite. What? Nah, hell no. <laughs> Hell no! I think Fortnite's. I think Fortnite has had a, a really positive impact on gaming. Like, as what? Why? Why are you saying that? Why are you making that face? I didn't say anything, but you know, 
I don't know if it had a positive impact. How not? How not? I feel like it's it's made gaming a lot more accessible. I feel like the game with the arcade shooters, man. I feel like Fortnite changed in the sense where it's like, yeah, PUBG had like the first battle royale, but Fortnite made it so popular that everybody's trying to copy and paste it, and it's just getting so repetitive. And I understand that a lot of people love it, but I I don't know that. But I don't. But I don't feel like that's necessarily Fortnite's fault, and I don't feel like. I don't know. I don't. I feel like Fortnite has added more benefit to gaming than negatives. Like the the battle pass system, which allows a lot of games to go free to play. Showing that model works is amazing, right? Um, there was battle passes before though. Like I remember playing Smite before Fortnite came out. And they had battle passes. Manny, we all know that battle pass system existed before, but companies saw the success that Fortnite had and said, "Bet, let's go do that." Like it showed companies how you can monetize a free to play game effectively, and therefore we had more free to play games because of it. You can't deny that. Like that's you cannot deny that. <laughs> like, and then also yeah, the stuff that they do with the with the whole metaverse stuff, like how they they pluck all the different characters into the games. They got a lot of different crossovers between certain franchises. Like, absolutely one thousand percent Fortnite is good for gaming, in my opinion. Call of Duty, on the other hand. I think you could get rid of Call of Duty, and I don't think that gaming would change whatsoever. I really don't. First-person shooters were already around. People were already, like, I I think probably one of the biggest things that Call of Duty did for the first-person shooter genre online in particular was the idea of, like, a progression system. But even still, like, Battlefield had hints of that back in the day. Like, I don't know. I just don't. The, The one thing that I would say I like about Call of Duty is that, like, their early stories were amazing. But I don't know. I feel like realistically speaking call of duty could go away and i don't think that it would make much of a difference for where the industry went i mean maybe now but we're talking about taking away iconic games like the modern warfare franchise as well as the black ops franchise what did what did those games add to gaming other than the fact that you like them that's i mean i'm talking about you know childhood memories you I'm talking, but I'm asking, I'm asking you a different question though. What did they add to gaming other than just the fact that you like them? They added the wars. <laughs> they added nothing. They added nothing. Like it's yeah, like I so- don't know. I feel like without the the success of Call of Duty, I feel like arena shooters wouldn't be as popular now. And I know you could argue there was like arena shooters back then, like Quake and stuff like that. Halo was the I- biggest game of all time. Like it was Halo was doing fine, bro. Halo was holding it down for the arena shooters. Like you said, they had Quake, Unreal Tournament, like a battle. I mean, Battlefield's technically not an arena shooter in the traditional sense of what we're talking about, but like all those games already existed before Call of Duty existed. So it's not like those games were like, oh, like we need to make ourselves a Call of Duty. Like, no. Like Call of Duty has not No. Like I feel like I mean, I, I love Call of Duty, so I'm gonna be biased, <sighs> but I feel but like, you, but you have to take the bias out of it, right? Because I, I, I remember I said this in like yeah, our yeah, like our little yeah. meeting beforehand, right? Like I don't hate Call of Duty, like I had really great memories of Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare Two and like a lot of the other games. I enjoyed the zombies modes, like I said, like some of the the original Call of Duty um, story modes were amazing. But like really, when you take a step back and look at Call of Duty, right? Like what has it really done for the industry that wasn't already happening in other places? Hey man. I feel like Call of Duty, there's there's some way you know what I'm saying some way that influenced it. I'm not I'm not gonna do it. You know what I'm saying, Chris. You, you seem think, like you have something um, to say for it. Yeah, no, I was gonna ask you. Do you can you answer if you think there was a negative 
impact from Call of Duty on the gaming industry? I mean, the toxicity <laughs> around Call of Duty. Well, yeah. <laughs> you can't forget about the Modern Warfare 2 lobbies, bro. Come on. Them <laughs> shits is legendary, the but trash, then, like, they were so... Legendary dumb. for the worst wi- the worst reason. The absolute worst reason. <laughs> but that's Yo, the <clears throat> bro, man. You can't just take wild. away our whole childhood like that. Imagine no Modern Warfare 2 lobby. You trying to take bro. away my childhood with Madden, so why can't I take away yours? Madden's different. Okay. <laughs> Call of Duty is in the right direction. Madden is just. Is Call of Duty in the right direction right now? Are they really? The thing that's hard for me to say Call of Duty is just based on how much money they pull in. Absolutely. And not only that, but like, it's one of the few games. I think there's a couple sports games that do this and a couple other games, but it is one of the few where I do know that there's people out there who will go out and buy a whole ass system just to play COD. It's kind of like how it is with, um, you know how I do with Pokemon with Nintendo and a couple yeah. other people will do the same thing. And, like, it's the one game that I know of where, like, a lot of army guys, like, they'll be like, I don't play video games. You play COD, yes. And, like, I'm telling you, that's a thing. They don't even look oh, at COD as a video game. I know. Like, I know. Like, I, I've work? seen I've seen firsthand the, like, wide gamut of people who play Call of Duty, like, at my time working at GameStop in particular. A lot of people that you wouldn't expect, like they, that's the game that they play, and I get that. And I think that, in a sense, that definitely helps to make game like Call of Duty's made gaming more accessible. But when I really again sit back and think about what Call of Duty has done for the industry, it's not really anything that like Battlefield wasn't already going to do, it's not anything that Halo wasn't already doing. Like, they just happened to hit with the XP system in Call of Duty 4 at the right time. In a modern like the the modern combat thing that was happening, but I don't know, man. Like I just I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't the see only, it. The only negative I really see, like I I understand what you're coming at, is like the toxicity and everything like that. No negative thing I could think of is when Activision like take all these other companies that they had, like the the uh, creators of Crash and everything like that, close mm-hmm. them out for Warzone. But also the annualization of, of franchises was another thing that Call of Duty like kind of made bigger like obviously sports franchises got annualized but that makes sense for sports right but like annualizing of uh like a a shooter like that i don't feel like that benefited the industry whatsoever i agree 100 percent with that one i'm not even gonna hold you Mm because i hate that there's a new game every year we don't need one yeah at all yeah Yeah. i feel like i feel like a lot of that stuff has hurt the industry more than it's helped it um and i i know that's what me saying it ruffles some feathers obviously it ruffled manny's feathers i'm sure some of you guys listening are uh gonna feel a certain type of way about it you know let me know in the comments man you know don't take it easy on me either mm. let me know let me know what you feel yeah nah black guy said my whole neck out here was good <laughs> hey I, I stand by it man i will stand by it all day long and toes for sure Damn. all right but yeah now it's a good conversation though i like i like that you know many 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 now we're definitely having a very yeah, heated debate about matter in particular like Chris was like, let me lay back. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, let's uh let's get into the topics for this week. You know, enough enough fun and games for now. Let's get into well, still get into the games, but you know, a little bit more serious stuff, you know what I mean? So uh let's let's dive into the first topic here. We got Titanfall 3. Um a little bit of bad news, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Actually, more specifically, bad news for Chris. I know Chris was holding holding out for for a, a new Titanfall, but um, I got my thoughts. I got my thoughts. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get into your thoughts in a second here, but you know, just want to dive into the story real quick here. So, 
the uh, Respawn Entertainment Community Coordinator, Jason Gara, uh, he was actually on a stream last week, and he was getting a couple comments and uh, questions about a Titanfall 3. And he said, and I quote, Don't get your hopes up, man. I've said this before. We don't have anything in the works. There's nothing. There's nothing there. We've got too many other games in the works right now. Just kind of wash his hands with it, you know, and it seems like he kind of alluded to the idea that um, Apex seems to be like the thing that they're focusing on in the Titanfall, uni- Titan, yeah, Titanfall universe. He didn't necessarily rule out the idea of it coming someday, but, you know, a lot of those rumors saying that a new Titanfall is coming seems like that's uh, that's getting scrapped. So, Chris, I'm going to start with you on your thoughts here, man, because I know, you know, this 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 one hurts you a little um, bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, how do I put this? This is gonna sound stupid, but I'm just gonna say it like this. My gut feeling, right? My gut feeling, not my smarts, not any of that. Just my gut feeling <laughs> tells me he's blowing a smokescreen right now. The reason why I think he's blowing a smokescreen is for two reasons. One, if it was true that Titanfall three was on that list on the Nvidia leaks or whatever, if I'm him. I'm going to say everything possible to get you guys off of that route, right? Like, so I'm going to, like, douse that. The second reason why I do think that it might be some kind of, like, smokescreen cap is because I was watching a video, uh, what, like, two days ago, I want to say, and they were also speaking about the Titanfall thing, and they also noted in the video that they've seen some, like, I won't say massive spikes, but some of their biggest player base spikes that they've had over the last few months, not not years, I mean, recently... Somehow, some way, people are finding the game and playing it a little bit more than it seems like they were doing it before. I don't know games that have been out for this long that just get a ridiculous, like, spike out of nowhere for no reason, and then they just kind of just look at that data and say, we just don't do anything with it. That given, and then also the fact that there's a lot of people clamoring for it, I just have to think that, in my my gut, that the game is going to come, it might have come as fast as we want it to. Like, it might not be out in 2022 or anything like that, but mm-hmm. I do think we're going to get a Titanfall 3. Like, I feel better about it now than I did a couple months ago, if I'm being real with you. Okay. Um, I just, mean, yeah. Well, well, I'll say this. I mean, it's not... He said this last week. He said that there's nothing there yet, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I will <clears throat> say this. That there was uh, some information that was updated on this article from Windows Central. Uh, so Respawn apparently tweeted out directly, Titanfall is very core is is the very core of our dna and ended the tweet by basically saying who knows what the future holds which kind of suggests that at at some point we may see a game but i think if i was to go back to what this gentleman was saying it seems it sounds like there's nothing on paper right now right now right right and it obviously doesn't rule out the idea that i think it's a it's a foregone conclusion that at some point we will get a titanfall 3 or something new in the titanfall universe it's obviously too established at this point. Obviously, like you said, Titanfall 2 was blowing up. Apex is huge. So, like, that universe needs to be utilized at some level. Yeah, um, for sure. But, yeah, it just sounds like as of right now, dude. Yeah, I just need a, I need a high-res Titan on these <laughs> new consoles. I, I, I just need that. I just need that. So, we'll take the time. Go ahead, do your thing. Okay, okay. Time. Manny, what do you make of this news, man? Yeah, I mean, it's weird that... We look at the NVIDIA leak and we see that they had like time full three there, but now we look at this or it's, it was confer- not confirming, but like you said, it was just like putting down the fact that maybe not at the moment we get a time fall. And I kind of understand why, you know, Chris mentioned the whole smokescreen situation where he try- might try to hide it. But, you know, when you look at what Apex has done for like the last couple 
like months or seasons where they added like the recently added arena mode where it's like they got their own 3v3 and it's like is it as if i'm not saying it is hidden but it's like <laughs> they're trying to add like more to the apex universe than like they're doing to the Titanfall universe yeah. so i can kind of see like the truth and the fact that we might not get a Titanfall anytime soon until like maybe the hype of apex dies down because we like we know apex is probably at its highest has been ever since the downfall of like warzone players leaving to apex as well as you know this last couple season hype you know was here i know that one like kind of grew a lot but i i could see maybe like you guys mentioned down the future five ten years maybe <laughs> nah, I ain't gonna take no five ten. Yeah, that's that's a lot. That'll break my heart for real. They might as well not even do it at that point, bro. I can say three. Five, I can say three years. years, two to three. I'll, years. Get, I'll give it. Damn. I'll give it three to five years because, like, uh, if if it's true what they're saying, how there's like nothing in development, I'm sure they're not gonna make it like a Titanfall game within like a couple of years. Like, I mean, know, if if it, if it's not story based, I can see that. I can see them making a Titanfall game in a year if it was just multiplayer. Yeah, they they they're gonna do a story though, because people love that campaign mode from part two. Do you, I, I can't. I, yeah, I was gonna say you can't just like like Chris said, and everybody loves the campaign too. You can't just draw out a banger campaign and then so multiplayer. Dude, again. Be so weird. I, <laughs> I disagree. I don't. I don't think you need the campaign. I don't think you need to release the game with a campaign at launch. I disagree. Because the way so the, you would, you would release it later type of thing. Yeah, I think it's possible. The way the way gaming is set up now, you don't have to do anything, right? Like like it's it's a fucking wild west, right? Like you don't have to do anything. So you could just release only a multiplayer game. Look, that's what they're doing with Battlefield, right? Battlefield people loved Battlefield Bad Company story and loved all the other stories in Battlefield. There's no story there, it's just a multiplayer game. And apparently they're going to do some things down the road with with the story, but they're focused on making Battlefield 2042 just the multiplayer game i can see respawn doing that when they're you know done with some of their other projects that's interesting because there's videos on youtube man people were emotional during that campaign with the uh titanfall 2 so i mean i i hear what you're saying but man it, it would suck for them to not capitalize on the lore and stuff that they've kind of already started to build up within their universe that would suck but if they add it later that's yeah, cool. I, I'm not saying they're going to abandon it. Yeah. I'm just saying they would prioritize making the multiplayer like that. Yeah. There's more longevity in the multiplayer game anyway, so you would kind of want to focus on that. People, people know Titanfall from the multiplayer. Yes, it had a good story, it had a good campaign. People know Titanfall because of the multiplayer. So, like, yeah, you may get a couple feet in the door by having a good story, but people stay for the multiplayer. That's just how it is in gaming now. So, I can see that being the priority for sure. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see what we'll see what becomes of it. You know, we have the leak. Maybe he's maybe he's lying. Maybe he's not. We'll see. I mean, it's just funny that like he works for Respawn and he said that and then Respawn came out later on like, oh, well, all ambiguous or whatever. But it's like, why would you go against somebody that you have hired in that spot to speak to the people? And then, well, I think he was speaking candidly. And I think I think the tweet was trying to like reassure people that like right now, (laughs) We don't have anything to talk about, but like <clears throat> I think the tweet was really sp- supposed to leave the door open for people who are probably upset, thinking that we're never going to get another Titanfall, which is I think silly. Like, why would we not get one at some point? Yeah. 
And yeah, please you, don't you, release it between Battlefield and freaking Call of Duty. Don't do that ever again. Please don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Well, I was going to say, though. but like, you know, obviously he's not going to go out there and be like, yeah, we're making another time for us in development yet. So, I mean, I can understand like why Respawn might have said that because maybe they didn't want him to be like, maybe because like Denzel said, they probably upset a lot of fans, but. Right. Yeah. I mean, you can't I, just be out here shelling out news that you're not supposed to say. Right. But at the same time, <clears throat> you don't go out of your way to say that if there's something in development, right? If there's something in development, in my opinion, you don't say anything. Usually that's what happens. Most people would just plead the fifth. If if there's a conversation about some, if somebody asks someone a question and you, you can you can tell if you watch interviews with certain developers and things like that, if you ask them a certain question and it's it's true. They'll just say, I can't talk about it. And they'll just leave it at that. If it's not true at all, they'll usually just dispel it straight out. But if you're right, they'll just say, they won't say anything at all. So the fact that he went out of his way to say that means that there really is, I, I truly believe there really isn't anything going on right now. Yeah. But there will be. It's all good. I don't need, I don't need it right now. It's all good. I can wait. I can wait as long as I can get that tight end. And 4K. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And, and, and nice graphics and all that stuff at some point. And I mean, they're, I think they're really missing out on an opportunity to integrate both the, the guard, not the Guardians, but the uh, heroes or whatever. Legends, there you go. From Apex and somehow getting them into Titanfall. Like, there's ways to do this, man. You even already got one of the characters that could, I think could work in it because I can't remember the name of the robot, but he's in both games. The Pathfinder guy. Like, come on, yeah, man. Yeah. Like, like yeah, you, you guys can do this. I don't know what's wrong with y'all. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. We'll see where they go. We'll see where they go. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, but yeah, let's move on to the next topic here. This is uh, it's a it's a pretty big one for most people. I don't think we are most people here. Uh, but yeah, Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo guys. Nintendo had a Nintendo Direct uh this past week. Um, they definitely had some some pretty big announcements for Nintendo fans. I'm gonna keep stressing that because uh, I'm gonna be quite honest with you. I am largely underimpressed with a lot of the things that they showed off. And I think we've already established that I just think Nintendo is just not a company for me anymore. I think Chris has established that Nintendo is not a company for him anymore. Yeah. Um, Manny, I know you're kind of on the fence. You know, you're still Animal Crossing game of the year. I know you're still rocking with that. Animal Crossing should have won. Yikes. Um, But, you know, that's the beauty of having different opinions on this podcast. Anyways... Let's I'm dive into. You ain't mentioned Animal Crossing not being a game franchise. <laughs> no, oh, no, come on now. <laughs> Animal Crossing, I, I, I mean, I don't think it's game of the year, but again, I think it's it's done well to, you know, help people in gaming. I, I don't think I, I don't think I mentioned this story to you guys, but like when my son was born, right? Um, one of the nurses, like she saw that I had my Switch with me, it, like in the in the room, you know, after my wife was recovering and everything, and she came in and she's, oh wait, no, it wasn't my Switch. It was my Xbox controller because I was trying to use XCloud. I remember now. Sorry, she's like, "Oh, like you're you're playing games." Da, da, da. And then she came in, like, oh, older woman, right? She came in, she asked me, you know, all these questions about games, and then she went on went on to tell me that her son, um, during the pandemic, because I think she had gotten, I think she had surgery. That's what it was. She had she had just gotten surgery, and it was like in the early stage of the pandemic, so she couldn't go anywhere, she couldn't do anything, and her son bought her a switch, and gave her Animal Crossing to play, and she. She like found it to be the most amazing thing because every day she would just sit there and play Animal Crossing and like occasionally she'd play with her son. But like she was so engrossed in the idea of doing like these different little chores and things like that within the game. And she absolutely loved it. 
And like this woman who had absolutely no interest in gaming whatsoever, like we had a beautiful conversation about gaming at, at the hospital. And like she was open to the world of gaming and she she's like, oh, I obviously think gaming was this and that and Grand Theft Auto and shooting and yada, yada, yada. And then she opened her eyes to know that gaming was more than that. So I would never say to get rid of Animal Crossing. Just throwing that out there. I just don't think it was game of the year. And I stand by that too. Uh, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, man, admit it. There's a million and one Animal Crossings. If that shit disappears, they got one ready right then and there. Take the spot. There's a whole bunch of them kind of games, man. Nah, nothing. Nah, yeah, not like Animal that. Crossing. I don't think so. Well, I think that's different. Animal Crossing puts a lot of attention to detail. I will say, yeah. but. There's a lot of those chore type of games all over the place. I would say. I agree. There's like the different simulator yeah. type of games, but I think there's an appeal yeah. and a charm to Animal Crossing that I feel like I wouldn't want that to be gone because I don't think those other games would exist in the same way if it wasn't for that. So I, I'll give you that one. Yeah. Agreed. So and we'll leave Animal Crossing alone. You know, we just won't give a game of the year, but we'll we'll leave it alone. Let people have uh, you know, their fun with it for sure. <laughs> but speaking of Animal Crossing, uh, that was one of the announcements um, at this Nintendo Direct is that we are supposed to be getting an uh, Animal Crossing Direct in October. Uh, apparently, they're going to have some DLC, whatever, what have you. So, Manny, you know, I'm sure you'll be there watching mm. for your game of the year. Biggest fish yeah. ever, brah. Catching those fish. But but <laughs> but in all seriousness, though, you know, a couple other big announcements that they had here. So, starting off, um, Nintendo announced that they're expanding their Nintendo Switch Online subscription service. Um, they're, they're calling it Nintendo Switch Online Plus Expansion Packs. You know, they're, they're kind of stealing our name there. They stole to... fucking flop. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to have a little conversation with Nintendo's lawyers. You know, I don't, I don't know. We'll have to figure that one out. Oh, shit. <laughs> They'll be coming after us. <laughs> Probably. I mean, hey, we spell it differently, so. I'm about to say, we ain't got no E, bro. Yeah, we got we the got E. No we e. good, we good. But, uh, but yeah, it's a pretty big update. They're going to be adding Nintendo 64 and Sega Genesis games, which I found very interesting. That's pretty um, big. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty big deal. So the launch lineup for Nintendo 64 games includes Mario 64, absolute classic. Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, absolute classic. Mario Kart 64, Star Fox 64, Sin and Punishment, Dr. Mario, Mario Tennis, Winback, and a Yoshi story. So a, a pretty strong lineup there. And then the uh, Sega Genesis ones are going to include Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Streets of Rage 2, Echo the Dolphin, Castlevania Bloodlines, Contra Hard Courts, uh, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. I don't think I've ever played that game. Played every other game other than that one. Uh, Golden Axe, Gunstar Hero, Musha? We'll go with Musha. Fantasy Star, um, Shinobi 3, and Strider. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's a really strong lineup. Do they own Sega or is this like a collaboration with Sega? I mean, this is a collab. Okay. Which is, which is pretty well, impressive. I did not were... hear about Sega getting bought. What yeah. the fuck? But it's crazy though, because like back when those games came out, like though, like they were competing companies. So the fact that they're just yeah. showing up on, on Nintendo's uh, system, I mean, it shows that Nintendo won A. <laughs> but, uh, but B, you know, it's just, it's interesting. Like, that's cool. Um, but apparently there's like a couple more things that they'll be getting here. So the service will also get more N64 games in the future. Like Banjo Kazooie, Pokemon Snap, Legend of Zelda's Majora's Mask, Kirby 64, Mario uh, Golf, Paper Mario, and F Zero X. The fact that they're getting Banjo Kazooie is a pretty interesting one too, because they had to have worked out some sort of deal with Microsoft to get that going. So 
that's mm-hmm. that's pretty cool pretty interesting um you know what do you guys think about that news is that move the needle for you at all? Is it something that piques your interest? Chris, start with you. Uh, TLDR? No. (laughs) (laughs) It's cool. You know what I'm saying? It's all right. I'm glad that they're bringing back some of their older stuff. I'm sure there's a lot of fans out there that would love to play some of these older games. Um, I've said it many times before. There's like a select handful of old school ass titles I'm talking about old school, like 90 titles that I will go back to and sit and play. And even then, I get, guarantee you, give me about a half hour and I'll be sitting there like, <laughs> I don't, don't want to play this shit, bro. <laughs> Y'all should have seen me trying to play Metal Gear Solid 2, bro. I'm telling you. that I lasted 15 minutes and I said, fam, I got to shoot with the X? Hey, yo, get me off this fucking game, bro. This shit ain't it. What's this? But some games don't age well, man. And I feel like cer- uh, certain mechanics ooh, like that, they that definitely bad. hurt. They hurt a little bit. I, I can't so lie. bad. So bad. But no, nah, they're not really moving the needle for me. None really here at all. It makes me laugh a little bit. I'm not going to hold you because when you said they're going to be updating their online package, I'm like, fuck updating it. Can y'all fix it? Like, like what the <laughs> fuck is update? Uh, the Smash server is trash. <sighs> like one that actually works in... I don't know. Maybe you might want to add some communication systems in your online. Clearly not their priority, man. Just Shut just up. give up on that dream. <laughs> They're there Shut for the nostalgic up. reasons, not um, the... Clearly. This yeah. is clearly the whole nostalgic angle. So Absolutely. I'm not mad at them. I mean, they, they keep making money off of it, so why would they stop doing it? I would That would be stupid for them, so... Yeah. Yeah, it ain't for me, but it's cool. Manny, what, what do you think, Manny? Are you biting on the nostalgia? <laughs> I'm buying the expansion pack because, you know, unless I get my percentage of the cut, I don't think they'll be getting my money. But (laughs) uh, not realistically, something with our name on it. (laughs) (laughs) Realistically, though, it's just like I'm not going to sit here like Chris said and play these old outdated games like that are fun at the time. But it's like it's hard to get back to most of these except for GTA. You know, I enjoy the classic GTAs. I'm not going to lie. But um. I mean, I think some features are dope, like the fact that they're adding online multiplayer to like some of the games, like they showed um, the Mario Kart and whatever had the little multiplayer aspect, which is you know dope. So that because realistically nowadays you can't really couch co-op like mm-hmm. you used to. Um, but like none of these titles really like pique my interest. I guess you could say, like. I know a lot of the classic Nintendo players are going to love this and they're going to play this and Nintendo's going to get their money, but me personally, nah, it's it's past. It's funny you mentioned that, though. I'm surprised that they haven't, like, tried to use Mario Party and, like, step into that Fall Guys realm. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like they could easily do it with with Mario Party. And I just thought of that just now, like, oh, shit, why haven't they done that? I think it shows you the That's a game I would be excited for, you know? I would actually be here to play that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, like I said, they're for the nostalgic reasons. They really are. They really are. Um. Well, with that being said, I mean, let's let's kind of buzz through some of the other things that they went ahead and announced there. So uh, we got a new bit. Well, they finally showed off more of Ben at a three. Um. We got a new Monster Hunter Rise expansion, and then speaking to the nostalgia piece, uh, Kotor is actually coming to the Switch. Uh, so they're pretty much re- remastering that, I guess you could say. So that's not the same remake that they're doing for the uh, PlayStation 5 and eventually the uh, Xbox. 
Um, so we also got some new footage on Metroid Dread, but still got no more information on Metroid Prime 4. <sighs> Anyways, moving on. Uh, <laughs> then we also got a, so a couple couple interesting things to dive into here. So Dying Light 2, the same Dying Light 2 that's coming out on next-gen systems and so on and so forth, they're making a cloud version specifically for the Switch. So I know we've seen this before. We've talked about this before. Um, I think Resident Evil, some of the, old Res- the other Resident Evil games had done cloud versions specifically for the Switch. So it's interesting that another zombie game is uh, making its way onto the Switch through a cloud version. Now, everything that we've said about how you know Nintendo handles online and whatnot, I'm very curious to see how that goes. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure the fact that they've already done this a couple times means that it's probably not that bad. And I would have to imagine that. It's this actually has nothing to do with Nintendo's online infrastructure. It would solely be on, like, for example, this is Techland who makes uh, Dying Light 2. So it would be solely on them to provide the infrastructure for that game's cloud experience, right? The same way it would be the same for Resident Evil. Like, it would be up to Capcom for them to provide the cloud experience, I would think. Um, but yeah, just another notable one, I guess, some, something for us to keep an eye on. Um, but another game that's going to be looking pretty pretty interesting at least i would say is this kirby and the forgotten land um manny you you had a comment earlier uh when we were like you know getting things ready for the show here so i mean i'll just let you kind of say your thing but what what did you say this looked like to you mr i feel like it's their uh kirby take on like mario odyssey version of a kirby game where it's like they finally get their kirby gets his own open world adventure game it looks pretty interesting but like well, I play probably not. I feel like this game is a little too childish for my take. You know what I'm saying? Like even even playing Mario Odyssey, I was playing. I was like, this game is just a little cheesy. But um, just a little. But bit. if you if you're into that, you know, action adventure. Well, maybe not action, but more like the adventure type with Kirby. And you like Kirby games? I would say this probably be a nice take. Yeah. I ain't spending six dollars on it though. <laughs> six or sixty. Sixty. 60. Oh. Chris, so I, $6, sure. I know, I'd probably, probably try it. You know $6. I'd try it. Hey, that's not bad. But uh, yeah, Chris, what about you, man? I'm assuming you'd, you'd echo a lot of what Manny's saying here. To the T, bro. To the <laughs> T. Ain't nothing changing over here. I'm with Goop on this one. Right. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> Goddamn right. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, hey, this is probably the biggest news, in my opinion, out of this whole Nintendo Direct. And uh, so what I was the most excited to talk about here. So we're getting a Mario movie, ladies and gentlemen. Super Mario movie coming, uh, was it holiday 2022? Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, this casting, this casting that they're talking about right now, it's going to be pretty wild. We got Chris Pratt as Mario. Um, yeah, you you could. You, you don't, you don't seem yeah. excited, Nunzo. I don't. Everybody I, don't... Else, I was gonna get that for everybody. You know what I mean? Oh, okay, 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 okay. Well, yeah, let's yeah. keep let's keep it going. We got uh, we got Peach being played by Anya Taylor Joy from The Queen's Gambit. Okay, okay. Um, what else we got here? So we've got Charlie Day, who's gonna be playing Luigi. That's the low key casting, right? Yeah, here. I'm actually I'm very excited about that one. Jack Black's gonna be Bowser, another pretty big one. That's that's the boy right there. Keegan Michael Key is going to be Toad, which is hilarious to me. 
<laughs> like what? Mm-hmm. I think I think that's gonna be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, uh, Seth Rogen's gonna be Donkey Kong, which is dope. Uh, so yeah, I mean that's like that's a star-studded cast right there, right? Yeah. Um, I I feel like one of these things is not like the other. <laughs> And for me, oh, it's Chris Pratt. Now, I'm just saying, man. All these other people are amazing. And then you got Chris Pratt. Like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, he's a good Star-Lord. But, like, I don't know. I don't know. Is this is Mario supposed to be de- self-deprecating? Like, is that how this is supposed to go? So watch him win an Emmy for this shit, bro. Watch. Oh. Watch. watch. <laughs> Why would he's he win an Emmy? <laughs> bro, watch. Just, I just want to throw this out there. How crazy what you just said. Is because Emmys are for TV shows. Oh, so if this man won an Emmy, I would die. Emmys? I thought it was for music. Nah, that's Grammys. Oh, you're right. You're right. He fucked it worse than I did. Nah, I don't want to even sing with Emmys, Grammys, and with the knees. Why can't I, you know? It's all right, guys. I'll edit out. I'll edit out. Anyways. So, yeah, I mean, aside from Chris Pratt, well, actually, no, I'm sure you guys have different opinions on it, so I'll let y'all tackle this. So, Manny, I'll start with you. What do you think about the casting? What's your favorite one? Hit me. I feel like Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong is going to be great. Like, <laughs> I can just imagine, like, picture, like, how it would be. That's probably what my personal take on what my favorite is. Also, I'm I'm interested to see how Jack Black, uh, Jack Black would be as Bowser, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, one thing Bowser would think of somebody is like... Angry and everything like that. So I want to see how, like, you know, when I think of Jack Black and as, a, as an an, uh, animated character, I think of like this dude from Kung Fu Panda. I forgot his name. I forget his name. Mm. Poe. So, yeah. like, forgot his name too. Shit. I'm uh, a. I just I just had a realization, and I think this is exactly why they casted Chris Pratt, and this kind of bothers me even more. <laughs> Chris Pratt was the lead in the Lego Movie. Which one? The Lego movie, the, actual, the original yeah, one, the Lego movie, yeah, like the, oh, the everything is yep, awesome. that one, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. He was the lead. I never watched it. Wow, I never put that together to just. I ain't gonna lie, he kind of did his job with that. <laughs> he killed that shit, man. That's pretty he good. Got, yeah, he did that good with that. Good. I did not put that together till you just said that. That is, that's absolutely what got him the role. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. that is absolutely what got him the role. Yeah, I, like I said, wow. I, I think he probably uh, do a good job, but like I just feel like when I saw yeah, that casting, yeah. I was just yeah. like. One of these things is not like the other. Ah, yeah. I think I'm more surprised that Kevin Hart's ass didn't somehow sneak into this. <laughs> this literally <laughs> seems like a movie that he's supposed to be in. I'm sorry. I don't know why. I just feel Kevin Hart somehow would have snuck in here. That's true. You got Jack Black, and usually Kevin Hart is like right around the corner. If it's either Jack Black or The Rock, The Rock, nah, The Rock. He's yeah, always with The Rock. Yeah, he's always with them. So I'm like. I don't know. I'm just surprised. I'm like, I wonder if they wanted to get him as Toad first, and then they were like, nah, we're going to get Keegan-Michael. I feel like Keegan... I would hope that Keegan was the top choice. I feel I like Keegan so would do a better job with Toad than Kevin Hart would, but I don't know. I'm so t- I hey, man. Toad with the Aaron voice, bro? Oh, my... <laughs> you know what? It probably is. It's probably because Holmes is... Well, then he he's like one of the hardest working people in show business, like, for real. Dude's, like, always into something, but he was doing the, the Borderlands movie... I mean, maybe he was preoccupied with that. Maybe that's what that was about. True. Yeah, that could have been that. But Shit. but yeah, I don't know. 
Chris, I mean, what's what's your your favorite casting? Is that is it going to be Keegan? Is that it? You know, it's funny, man. I'm not the biggest Jack Black fan in the whole entire world. I don't like a lot of what he does. However, when they cast him properly and he's in a role that I think really plays to his strengths, there's not a lot that can kind of bring animated stuff to life or dramatic characters to life. He's really good at what he does, but he's not good at everything. You know mm. what I mean? Um, so for this particular role with Bowser, I'm like, Bleh. I think he's going to do very well with this. In these roles where he's able to be silly and over the top and all those kind of things, he excels at that. I think it's more so when he's trying to be a little bit more serious that it's like, eh, I'm sorry, at this point in your career, you're kind of a niche actor for me. You're kind of you're in that moment. Like, I don't want to see you in my action movies. I don't want to see you doing a movie like Kevin Hart when you got some friend or whatever. I don't want to see you doing any of that stuff. So <laughs> you need to stay over here. <laughs> You need to stay your ass over here. Keep doing Psychonauts 2 and all this weirdo ass shit. Oh, I'm here for it. That's it. That's all. That's that. You said, Jack, like, I want to see you in no buddy movies. Ah, fam, yeah. done. Just do the weird shit. I mean, that's his yeah, lane. That's, yeah, that's his lane. What's up with the movie, dude? What was it? It was like a luchador or whatever. Oh, Nacho Libre. Nacho Libre! Yeah, yeah. That's his lane, Even though. That, Weird stuff like, like yeah, that. That's what he's, yeah, that's what he's good at. Yeah. You know? So I, know. I think he's going to kill Bowser. Um, and I guess I'm going to hold out my reservation on Chris Pratt until I hear the accent officially. Because let's be real, that's the make or break, right? If he comes out in the trailer and Mario sound crazy, <laughs> he's going to get played. <laughs> <laughs> he the internet going to let him have it. And I might kind of want to see that a little bit more so i'm actually okay with either version <laughs> yeah because either he's gonna kill it or he's gonna do bad and then the internet's gonna kill him the so, internet already I got mean, problems with chris pratt so i mean oh hey wait, wait wait a minute but wait you know what i just realized we got our detective pikachu movie and we got our sonic movie now we're getting a mario movie am i seeing a smash verse for nintendo oh no Hey yo, let's get it going, yo! If Nintendo brings a Smash, then I am down for it, which is not going to happen most likely. But they already got some of the characters. Anyways, y'all, uh, my name is May twenty fifth. Uh, y'all can catch me on Gmail. <laughs> hey, we out of here. <laughs> wow, yo! Why you hate on Smash? Oh, is that no, what I'm no, on it? Because no. if they did it right, it could kind of be dope. But I'm just like, how do they get there, bro? I feel like, like you real. can't make a serious. Like, like you can't. But I don't like how they do in Mortal Kombat yeah. either because it comes off random to me. I, I don't like that. It's like they got to make it make sense. But Mortal Kombat is set up in a way that you could get there and have it make sense. This won't make Chicken no damn sense. Shit, yeah, I don't know how you would do that, bro. That shit would be on some. Uh... Nowadays, I mean, it would look it would look like the most recent Space yeah. Jam movie, and that movie was not good. Yeah. You can't do yeah, it. We don't want that. We don't want that. Can't do we it. We don't want that. I like Space Jam. Space Jam was funny. I mean, it wasn't a great. The movie. most recent one. You don't like it? It was terrible with LeBron. <laughs> See, I just hate LeBron. I love LeBron. <laughs> what? <laughs> Say that. <laughs> it was a horrible movie. Man, y'all just hate LeBron. <laughs> LeBron said he will never come to Orlando, and Edzo felt that personally. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> no. Home went to Miami instead of Orlando? 
Not because not nah, he said in an he, interview, he was like, he'll never go to Orlando. He'd rather retire because of like the bubble. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, he said, he said nothing against the franchise. He just would never want to. That's the one place he would never go is Orlando because he's like traumatized by the bubble. Oh. But yeah. Sorry, that's that's a tangent, guys. Let's uh let's let's get back on track here. We got we got the last topic before we get out of here, guys. Um, it was a pretty big one on the internet. Um, so the initiative out of absolutely nowhere on a random what was it Wednesday or or Thursday night? Um, I don't know if you guys remember this, but I said this a long time ago. Microsoft always <laughs> delivers what they perceive as bad news in a blog post in the most random time of day. And sure enough, <laughs> Thursday night at 8 p.m. <laughs> Eastern Standard Time, the initiative tweets out, Perfect Dark update. We are partnering with Crystal Dynamic, the world-class team behind character-driven games such as Tomb Raider, to bring this first-person spy thriller to a new generation. I'm partially laughing because they they use the word world class and like I actually do think that they're a world class developer, but when you look at their most recent game, <laughs> the Avengers, it's just not, it's not cutting it. But at any rate, um, yeah, the initiative basically said that uh, you know obviously we know that Perfect Dark is still early in development, but they're partnering up with Crystal Dynamics, the makers of the Tomb Raider game, as well as uh, you know, the Avengers game. Um, to help them make this new perfect dark game, and yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of split discussions on the internet here. Um, I'm gonna save my thoughts last, but Manny, I'm gonna let you start off. No. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Crystal Diamond gonna walk in the door first thing, gonna be like, All right, I understand you're going first person, but we want Lara Croft, Tomb Raider looking game. We gonna paint this game third person. Now let me stop. But like when I when I was thinking about it, I was like, you know, it could go both ways. You know, we've seen the Tomb Raider franchise and how good that is. But then you got games like Denzel mentioned, the Marvel Avenger games, which totally flop. So like, there's like little worries here and there. It's early development. Um, you know, uh, I don't I don't know how much of an impact Crystal Dynamic Dynamic has essentially, but like. I feel like they're probably just maybe helping with the fact that it's like, you know, it's probably going to be like this big, massive open world spy agent game. So I think, you know, maybe if they shed on some of the good stuff that Tomb Raider has done, then maybe it might work out. But I mean, you better not get no loop system where it's like the Avengers type of thing. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm pretty sure that's like the furthest thing. <laughs> like the literal last thing I would be worried about from this announcement. Or paid outfits like Avengers are. No. <laughs> oh God, uh, Chris, what you, what's your take on it, man? What's your take on this whole thing? Um, honestly, I don't really see why there's such a hoopla about it. If I'm being real, like I, I get that they're like saying this is their version of bad news, but if this is bad news, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It didn't really hit me like that. I guess. It sounded to me like they're partnering up with somebody else who made a different game that was successful to make sure that this current game is successful. Stop. <laughs> That's all I heard. You know, so I'm sitting here hey. like, I don't get why it's such a bad thing, I guess. Um, here's why... Just, sorry, here's why it's different, right? Uh, you literally never hear of a first-party studio partnering with 
a third party studio to mm-hmm. make a a triple A or quadruple A game. Um, you know, Microsoft for better or worse, they build a lot, they, they put a lot of emphasis on this studio, right? Calling it the initiative, saying that they're looking for a quadruple A experience, specifically citing that like this is the this is the studio that should be developing quality games such as God of War, right? Um so I think when you say some of those things, even though I think that the initiative has done a good job of tapering expectations to straight up say we want to stay a small studio and stay nimble and so on and so forth. And they did say that they would, they would seek like external help. Um, But seeing that they're specifically getting help from another studio that's owned by another publisher, it's just, it's interesting. And in a way it kind of raises some eyebrows. Like, I think, I think if the, if the announcement said, Hey, the initiative is teaming up with the coalition to help do this. I don't think people would, be even bat an eyelash. It'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Microsoft's working with you know studios that are internal, right? Or let's say like Arcane was helping, or like any of the studios that Microsoft owns at this point in time. I think any normal person would be like, all right, yeah, sure, that makes sense. But it does raise an eyebrow that a studio that you don't own is partnering to help make your like exclusive quadruple A game. It just it's interesting, and it's never really been seen before, from what I can tell. Um. I mean, you know, there's another question, right? Does this mean that Microsoft might be working on buying Crystal Dynamic? Is that is that a thing that could be happening? Chances are probably not, but you know, it's it's a question I guess you can ask. Um now I will also mention that the studio head from the initiative, his name is Dave uh Daryl Gallagher, he's actually the former studio head of Crystal Dynamics. So this kind of makes some sense as far as them working together. You know, there's obviously some um some familiarity there. Obviously, you know. David was, or sorry, David, I, want, I keep saying David, Daryl was there when they shipped the, the last few Tomb Raider games. So, I mean, he's obviously been a part of like a very quality experience and he wasn't there when they made the Avengers game. So, you know, if that helps in some way, shape or form, who knows, but it's still a curious announcement, I would say. Right. Um, so, I mean, with that, with all that information, Chris, like, does that, what do you think about that? Um, I guess my question is so just to kind of backtrack a little bit. Back when um, okay, back when Bungie was still under Activision, right, and they had Vicarious come in to help them create assets and different parts of the game that they couldn't really work on themselves. Mm-hmm. Was that technically the same situ- situation as this, or is this different? Different, because I'm pretty sure Activision owned that studio. The Vicarious? Yeah. And even if they okay. didn't, okay. even if they didn't, there are certain studios like that that exist specifically for that reason. And Crystal Dynamic is not one of those studios. So uh, it's okay. kind of weird. So I guess the other thing I was going to say then would be is, and I don't know, I could just be guessing with this, but maybe this is one of those things where I'm not going to say it's like a groundbreaking thing, but it might just be a situation like, um, for example, cell phones, right? Cell phones, like when they make a phone, they generally try to handle almost everything themselves, but 99% of the folks out there are still reaching out to Samsung to get the glass for the front of the phone type of thing. I don't know if that's what's happening here. Maybe there's something that these guys do that they're like, if we can get this in our game, it just makes our game that much better. And it's not even a pride thing at this point. We just need this asset mm. and we're going to do what we need to do to get it to make sure we can give these guys a good game. Again, could be completely off on that, but I know that's how it is. Like, I think what? 
even the Pixel, I think, is using the Samsung screen outward glass in their phone, the new one that's coming out. So it's like a lot of them yeah. will go to Samsung for the glass. So yeah, um, I, yeah, I think there's some that's a competitor, you know. Yeah, I I think there's some generic. Well, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say Samsung's not really a competitor to Google, but I get what you're getting at, right? Like, yeah, you're right. I think there are some standards, you know, as far as tech in the in the tech industry, where like obviously um, Apple's chips are are made by I think. I think Samsung makes Apple's chips and then they yeah. also help them to make their screens and so on and so forth. So like there's a lot of crosstalk as far as that stuff goes, mm-hmm. but that's a little different, right? Because you're selling, like you're not partnering with Samsung, like Samsung's making the thing and then you're buying it from them. So it's not exactly the same in my opinion. Like this is like this, the way they're describing this is literally a partnership. So they're making the game in tandem with them. It doesn't sound like they're, outsourcing certain portions of it in the same way mm-hmm. that vicarious was doing with um uh destiny right like right yeah so it sounds like they're more in lockstep and i think that's the part that has people's heads scratching a little bit like does this mean the game's in trouble i personally don't think so um i mean if anything what it could mean because they did say that it's, the game's a ways off they could be behind because of covid and looking for some help in that way but the studio is only like 70 people deep you know, and to be making a quadruple A game, they would have to be getting help from somewhere. I'm personally, I'm just, I find it curious that it's not another internal Microsoft studio and that it's Crystal Dynamics. But I think it could be a very good thing, right? Obviously, they already know how to make a strong female lead character and, you know, with Tomb Raider and Lara Croft. Um, they already know how to build a world, you know. Um, obviously, we could, we can copy and paste certain aspects of the Tomb Raider games. Mm-hmm and put them into this game and be like, all right, this can make a lot of sense. Um, I just don't want crystal dynamic making this game. Like I want the initiative with the people that they found, like the people from uh, Santa uh, Sony Santa Monica from crystal dynamic from rockstar from like, like they've, they plucked together like an all-star cast to go ahead and start a brand new studio like that's who I want making this game. And I don't necessarily want the crystal dynamic version of Tomb Raider. Like I want like all these crazy other genres being put together to make this amazing game. So I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't know what to think of it really. I think is what I, what I'm getting at with this. It's, it's something that makes me raise my eyebrows, but at the same time, I don't know what it really means for, for games. You know, I mean, do you guys have any predictions for what this could mean? Is that, you know, like, could be groundbreaking, right? Could be one of those situations where, like, they open a door for, like, collaborations of this sort to happen more in the future. Because, I mean, because, like you said, if this is literally them going outside of their wheelhouse and going to an outside source to get a, a, a game made, what's to stop other developers and stuff in the future saying, all right, well, it would depend on if the game hits or not, right? Mm-hmm. If the game hits like it's supposed to, people are going to look at this as a plus. And... I could think of a million and one games off the top of my head where I'm like, damn, if you had help from this person or that person, <laughs> this shit would have been a lot better, my dude. A lot better. So, I mean, I don't know if that's what's going to happen, but I mean, if the money's is right and the contracts line up and all that shit and everybody's getting what they need to get or whatever, maybe that is what it is. Maybe it's literally just a collaboration type of thing and it just opens the door for more in the future. Could be good, could be bad, you know? Hmm. But the one thing I did want to mention now was just reading um like as you were making your last point chris was that apparently it's not 
too crazy for a significant amount of studios to be working on a different game, uh, on a particular game. Um, I just pulled up this article here that said that over 2,000 people and 14 different studios worked on The Last of Us Part Two. Oh, wow. Yeah. 14. 14 different studios. Um, <clears throat> so I'll just read off a couple little things here. So, so yeah. So there's like Naughty Dog and, and Sony Studios alone. Um, a whopping 12 different studios were outsourced to help with various aspects of The Last of Us Part Two art. Some with uh, bare staffs of only two people, others with a rosters of fifty. So like it's, it's like varying, right? Like it's it's just mm-hmm. a, like a it seems like they find specialists. Is that my that, that? That's exactly that's what they're looking for. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly. We need you to do this specific thing that we're having trouble with. Come on in, <laughs> like like do this. Yeah, then, that totally makes sense. Yeah, especially if Microsoft is looking to emulate the success of a God of War, of a Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like this makes a lot of sense, actually. And I guess it's it really just boils down to it's never been as high profile of a studio as like something like uh, Crystal Dynamics. But, you know, it seems like there is some level of precedent, like we talked about with Destiny and, you know, a couple of the games. Um, like, I, I think there was there's one studio called Certain Affinity that used to help Microsoft create Halo games, like do certain assets and do multiplayer for uh, some of the Halo games. So, like, there's definitely some precedent there. Um, but yeah, not, not for anything as this, as high profile as this for sure. So, yeah, you know, y'all already know how I feel about perfect dark. Something, if you guys have been rocking with us since last year, you, you seen firsthand my reaction to uh, what happened when, when they announced the trailer. So, you know, I'm very excited about this game. This uh, franchise is pretty near and dear to my heart. So I'm hoping that it hits. I'm hoping that, you know, this is, this means nothing but good things, uh, for the franchise and for this game going forward. But Definitely something to raise your eyebrow a little bit, you know, look, look a little sideways. But the other thing that I said, you know, the, the other thing that I mentioned the last time when I told you guys Microsoft tends to do new, like certain news in a blog post, usually the week afterwards, it's followed up with some pretty big news. So, you know, we'll see what happens. I know Tokyo Game Show should be coming up uh, by the tail end of this week. And I know Microsoft has a presence there. So maybe we start getting some pretty big news. I know there's the the whole acquisition rumors thing has been flying around a lot too, so maybe we get something there. Um, yeah, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I think that's. I think we're gonna cut it off here for now. Um, did you guys have anything else to add about the uh, the initiative and Perfect Dark or anything along those lines? I just know they're not gonna let that game fail. So like that's another reason why I was like I really don't see this as a bad thing. I know it's weird, but Bad thing? No, I did not. This game's not gonna fail. Mm-hmm. Y'all not gonna try and say y'all gonna make a quadruple A title in the same breath as the other games. That means you're ready to put a damn good effort into this game. Nah, I'm not worried about this in the slightest. <laughs> not even close. I yeah. mean, they're gonna be fine. I don't think Phil's gonna let this flop. I think there's a lot. <clears throat> there's a lot riding on this as far as like the future of what Microsoft Game Studios can really bring together. Obviously, we know what Bethesda can do, but like this is like Microsoft's like first fully formed studio for something like this you know they, they formed 3434 halo they repurposed the coalition for gears of war but like building a studio from the ground up i don't think they've really done that in this way uh so this is something that's really unique and i think there's a lot riding on it a lot of money on it so i don't think microsoft's gonna let it fail either but again we'll wait to see man i'm i'm, I'm hoping we see a little bit more about it at least at the this year's game awards if not next year's e3 but um, yeah, definitely something I'm looking forward to for sure. So 
with that being said, let's uh, let's go ahead and wrap it up here, guys. Manny, I'll start up with you this time around. Where can the people find you? You already know twitch.tv slash GoMasterFlex, as well as the gram and Twitter at GoMasterFlex underscore TTV and the Tiki Talk, as well as uh, Tiki Talk GoMasterFlex. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> All right, word. Hey, and uh, Chris, what about you, man? Uh, same shit as always. I am on everything at M A Y 25 T H X X. That's literally on everything. Tiki Talk, uh, Instagram. Whatever, whatever the hell. <laughs> Oop, also, I just want to add, I think you should really think about making some It's a Lifestyle t-shirts to stay gooping. I think that would be kind of fry. I'm saying you should kind of do that. Maybe one day if I will be gooping. No, I'm sorry. Uh, it's like the second business idea I gave you, too, because there was the, the sodas and not the t-shirts. Okay. All right. Hey, who knows, man? We'll get that goop merch soon. <laughs> so, uh, TF, yeah, guys, for merch. me... It's uh, Black Ice 8 pretty much everywhere, as you already know. I'm on Xbox at Black Ice 8, Twitter, twitch.tv slash Black Ice 8. Only differences on Instagram and the Tiki Talk is going to be Black Ice 8 underscore gaming. So make sure to check me out there. Also, to make sure to check out our own uh, podcast, TikTok at Expansion Pack Podcast. Um, yeah, and thank you guys again for watching. Thank you guys for listening. We'll check you guys out next week. Peace. Peace.